0: to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hey, everybody. Bill Kasky back at the Bill Kasky Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about lies you tell yourself. You don't think you do, but you do, and I do. We all do. That's what we're going to talk about today. You know, in the coaching that I do, welcome to the Bill Caskey podcast, by the way. We're also doing this on uh, YouTube as well. So if you miss an episode and want to see me record it, I don't know why you'd want to, but uh, you can go to our YouTube channel, Bill Caskey, and get access to each episode there, at least from this point forward. Not all back episodes are there. Go to BillCaskey.com too. If you are a salesperson and you want to, you're interested in growing your business in the next six months, there's some information there I think you might find handy as well. You know, I'm a coach and I coach sales professionals and I coach sales leaders and I coach CEOs and it's a variety of topics. It could be something like how do we grow our current existing client base? You know, what kind of strategies can we put in place to ensure that we're growing from within? Sometimes I work with VPs of sales on leadership issues. You know, how do you become a better leader to your team? How do you uh, conduct yourself and comport yourself in a way that's going to be inspirational for your team? We all think we're inspirational, but we're not. And we're not because we do things that are non-inspirational. So part of my work is with sales leaders. And then part of the work also is with sales professionals. I have a group called the 2X Group. meets on a couple times a month basis. It's with high-achieving sales professionals, people who earn 75 to 100,000 and way up from there. But these are all people who come to me wanting to do more, to be more, to have more. One of the common issues that all of those groups have, and I have it too, are the lies that we tell ourselves. And I want to bring up five today, because I think if you can start to, if nothing else, if this episode does nothing else but cause you to think, just cause you to say, is that a lie I tell myself? You might answer, no, not at all. Never tell myself that lie. I have a feeling though, that some of these, maybe they don't come up all the time for you, but I bet they do come up occasionally. So I want you to listen to these, maybe give yourself a grade or a check mark. Yep. I tell myself that quite a bit or no, I'm good. I'm good to go there. So let's talk about what these five are. And I've got a bonus here for you too, because I always want to bonus you. Number two, number one, and I've got all different kinds of uh, collateral here. So you will not see consistency. So my brand manager will hate this. Number one, I'm not up to the task, I'm not up to the task. Bill, you asked me to film a LinkedIn video, not up to it. Don't know how to do it, uh, can't do it, just, I'm, I'm just not up to the task. Now, you're not probably going to say that to me, or you're not going to say that to anyone, but that a lot of times is the lie that, that we succumb to. Oh, we can't do that. That's not that's not us. I know everybody's saying to do LinkedIn video, but that's just not me. And the more people say it, the less likely I am to do it. So that's the lie. I'm just not up to it. It's not I'm not up for it. It's, not, it's that I'm not up to it. I don't have the skills. And you know what? You know what? You know the secret to getting the skills is doing it. Google, how do I generate the skills for LinkedIn video or whatever the thing is. Number two, I'm just not good enough. You've heard my story that when I was in eighth grade, I got cut from the basketball team and basketball was my whole life. That's all I cared about. Um, And I loved it. And it was time to see the roster for the eighth grade team. We had like a week of tryouts and I went to the sheet on the coach's door where the roster was. I wasn't on it. I wasn't on it. And I can still remember, and I know it sounds silly, and most of you will laugh at this, but I can still remember the shame I felt that day. I felt like the coach had stuck his fist in my chest and said, you're just not good enough, Bill. Or as he would have said it, you're just not good enough, Kashki. He had this kind of underbite. So um, do you have that feeling? That's a lie. It's just a lie. You may not have the skills, You may not have the desire, but this notion of we're not good enough, and and trust me, I fight this lie. This lie lives deep within me. And sometimes when I least expect it, and when I have a project that I'm working on or something big that I'd like to do, this lie comes up. What are you doing? What are you doing working on this? Let somebody else do that. That's not That's not for you. You're not good enough to do that. Sometimes it wins. But it will never win without my consent. And I can't give it my consent until I'm aware that it at least is a lie that's occurring. So number two is, do you have the lie you tell yourself that you're just not good enough? It's a lie. Number three, a little bit shaking up the, the collateral a little bit. I must grind to be successful. In other words, I must work 80 hours a week to be successful. Uh, the, the pride that we take in how hard we work to me is misguided. I would rather if somebody came up to me and said, I'm, I'm generating a million dollar years of coaching working four hours a week. And he says, if you want to ask me any questions, I'm, I'm happy to answer them. I will be all over that person for hours if they'll give it to me to wonder how they're doing it, why they're doing it, what they're doing. I want to know that because I don't want to grind. I've got family and I've got grandkids and I've got things that I want to do in the studio here. I don't want to grow. I don't want to be out working every morning at six and not get in till 11. I just don't want to do that. You may want to do that, but be careful if you are a grinder that you haven't convinced yourself of lie number three, which is you've gotta grind to be successful. You don't. I see it every day. The people who are in many ways the most successful are the people who grind the least. not saying you shouldn't work hard when you're starting. If you're 23 years old listening to this, of course, you gotta work hard. But grinding is not a prerequisite for success. It's just not. Okay, here's another one. We're going to enlarge the collateral a bit. This is like a big screen. The opinions of others matters. That's a lie. The opinion of others matters. You know, with with all of the stuff going on in our world, um, with, with all the social issues and upheaval and viruses and medical and all that, there's a lot online that you can get sucked into that opinions matter. And unfortunately, if you don't have the right opinion about something, could be anything, then you can get canceled pretty quickly. So you've got to take a stand in what you believe in, and you've got to recognize that the opinions of others really shouldn't matter. And that just doesn't go, just go for Twitter and social media. That goes for when you're wanting to do a report. You know, we're, we believe wholeheartedly in you creating some kind of a freebie or freemium type of product to generate leads on the front end of your business. Could be a webinar, live stream, could be a cheat sheet, a checklist, a, a, a planner of some kind. But we think you need something to have the prospect raise their hand and say, I want that person's product. But when I talk to people about that, it's like I'm speaking a foreign language. Well, why would I want to give something away? That's what we charge for. Or we don't have time to create that. Or we don't have a designer in-house, and I really don't want to spend $250 on a designer to create something. And I always, I'm baffled by that. I'm baffled at why a person wouldn't want to create something that could be worth a million dollars a year because they don't want to spend $250. They don't want to spend four hours creating something of value for their prospects that can lead prospects to them, position themselves. They don't want to do it because that's time out of the field. Done, I don't want to take my people out of the field. I hear that all the time, and it's bull. It's just stupid, I hope you're not saying that. That is a lie as well. But the opinion of others doesn't matter enters into it when we say, I want to create something and your VP of sales or your CEO or your marketing person says, oh no, no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. That would be wrongheaded. That would be foolish. Don't let them tell you that. If you believe in something like, and again, I'm just using the freebie or freemium or whatever it is in your business. You believe something, go freaking do it. Don't wait for people whose opinions aren't worth anything. They're not. Their opinions are an amalgamation of all their traumas and scripts and all that stuff. And they're trying to walk the line. They don't want to get too far outside because they don't want to get canceled. And then they're giving you that advice. All right, number five My product is my value. My product is my value. Meaning all of the value that I bring, I, you as a sales professional, business owner, CEO, is wrapped up in the product that you represent or the service that you offer. And we exclude ourselves from that equation. Don't exclude yourself from that equation. You as a human being bring the majority of the value when you show up to call on someone or show up virtually or on the phone. You're the one that brings the value. Your product can't ask questions of the prospect. Your product product can't demonstrate its own ability. Uh, your product can't share trends and misconceptions in the market with your prospects so that they can see how much they need you. That's your job. So your value is wrapped up in you. I don't know what the percentage is. Maybe we say the product is, a, is 50% and you're 50%. Maybe the product's 70, you're 30. I don't know. You'll have to decide in your business. If you're a coach or you someone who delivers the solution like I do, then I'm 95% of it. If you're representing dental equipment and you're showing up at dentist practices, then probably the product has a, a, a much larger portion of the value, much larger scale of it. But it doesn't mean you don't have it. The more you can infuse yourself in the value equation, and I'm not just talking physically, it could be digitally too, the better. Because you are the valuable thing that they can't get anywhere else. Think about how unique you are. And yeah, I know you you laugh, say, well, the world doesn't need another me. No, the world doesn't need another you, but it needs you. Dr. Miles Monroe is a... uh, I think he's Bahamian or from the Bahamas. I think that's what you call. Uh, but he's a, a preacher. And, and I just started listening to him the other night. And he is, uh, he's really good. And he talks about this seed of potential within us. And this seed is waiting and waiting and waiting for us to tap into it. And for most of us, we never tap into it. And I think this gets back to when we show up and we assign all the value to the product And not to ourselves, that's what that's all about. And the last one is the bonus round. People won't pay my price. My price is too high. Now, if you're a coach or if you're a trainer or you're somebody who represents yourself, okay, or if your product is is something, it's too high. Price is never the only thing. It is a thing, but it's never the only thing. What are the other things? The distinction you have in your market. If they buy from you versus buy from someone else, what are the distinct qualities and characteristics that you bring that the other person doesn't bring? Again, this is back to you a little bit too from number five. The second thing is, what's the economic reason people would buy this thing that you represent or sell? What are the economics around that? We've done a lot of videos and a lot of podcasts around that. We'll probably be doing some more. I will be doing some more, because it's, it's only the biggest equation. I'm getting ready to spend 100,000 dollars with you, let's just say. What do the economics look like? Not what's the price? The price is 100 grand, let's just say. What are the economics? Well, Bill, what do you mean by economics? 100 grand. Well what, am I just going to piss it away and just throw it out the window? Or is there going to be anything coming back to me? Oh, no, you'll, you'll get something for that. Okay, what will I get? Whether you get 25 social media, blah, blah, you'll get a year's worth of consulting. Okay, what is all that worth? Because when I get ready to slice a check for $100,000, or you do, you need to be pretty sure, unless you're a large corporation like Apple and you don't give a damn 100, 100 grand nothing. But let's just say you're calling on a, you know, I know a lot of our uh, audience is you know, small to mid-sized business, so 100, 100 to 500 grand's is a pretty good-sized deal for some of you. But, but whatever the number is, forget about the number. The question is, is when your customer gets ready to slice a check for that, are there e- any economics to support their decision? Have you helped them walk through the economics? If you haven't, people won't pay your price. And that'll be a lie you tell yourself, and you'll say, our prices are too high. So, VPs of sales, sales managers, if you ever hear the chorus from your salespeople, our prices are too high, go back to this. Go back to this. This is a lie we tell ourselves because we don't have the skill to determine the, the whole economic picture, the gestalt of economics. Go to BillCasky.com. Let me know what you think link to me on LinkedIn. We'll be introducing some uh, live stream series for salespeople. We've done some for sales leaders. We're going to be introducing that here in the next uh, probably two weeks. So go to BillCaskey.com, get on the newsletter list if you're not, and you'll uh, get access to some of the webinars that we're going to be doing. All right. See you next time. Bye.